It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your brand new host, Eric G. And when I say brand new, I mean I've been on the job since last Friday and I'm having a blast at this. If you don't know who I am, if you're new to the Locked On Thunder podcast or you're a regular listener and you're just getting back into it because we're starting the Locked on Thunder podcast and LockedOnThunder.com back up and getting it going. I did radio in Oklahoma City for four years. I've covered the Thunder for five seasons. I've done radio in various parts of the country now for 20 total years or been broadcasting for about 20 total years. And I not only go to practice and shoot around, When the Thunder are home, I go to every single home game, talk to the players, talk to the coaches, and do my best to be the liaison between the team and the fan. And when it comes to being a fan, I'm also a fan as well. I'm a native Oklahoman, and it still gives me a lot of pride to see the words Oklahoma City on a jersey or the letters OKC. I love watching the Thunder on ESPN and TNT, and I like it even better when they win. There's still a big-time sense of pride that comes along with that. So, with all that being said, I'm also just ecstatic about what we've got today on the podcast. And I thought yesterday was our best podcast to date. I think today we're going to top it. Because in segment number one, Billy Donovan will discuss the art of tanking. Or we'll get into that. Oklahoma City plays a pathetic Dallas Mavericks team tonight. Mark Cuban wants to lose. Adam Silver doesn't want to see tanking. He sit out a memo, find Mark Cuban six figures. And does Billy Donovan actually believe the Mavericks will be on the court trying to lose tonight? Well, you get to hear all that in segment number one. In segment number two, we follow up on yesterday's podcast, which you can go back and listen to at LockedOnThunder.com. Carmelo Anthony will tell us whether or not he would send his kid to college or tell him to go overseas for that year before he can eligibly 
enter into the NBA draft. LeBron James had some thoughts on that. We'll jump back into that situation. What do you do if you're a parent? And what would you do if you were Sam Presti? What would you really want to see happen with this current state of the NBA and college basketball? And in segment number three, we'll hear from Jeremy Grant on how the Thunder need to defend the Mavericks tonight. And we'll go back and hear more audio from Carmelo Anthony on why his shooting percentage has been dropping since he has come to Oklahoma City. And again, if you've missed any of the other podcasts that we have done, go to LockedOnThunder.com. They're all there. Also, post-game interviews, post-practice interviews with members of the Thunder and head coach Billy Donovan. I do want to tell you about this. We've got an amazing opportunity for business owners to be part of the Locked on Thunder network and specifically Locked on Thunder, especially if your business targets men between the ages of 18 and 44. 98% of the people that listen to Locked on Thunder are men. 80% of those fall into that age range. And we want to help you grow your business. And more than that, we want you to just come hang out with us. Or we want to come hang out at your business sometime and and do a podcast. We'd love to do that. So if you want to be a part of it, all you have to do is email David Locke. That's D-Locke, L-O-C-K-E, D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com. He is the owner of the Locked On Network. He is also the voice of the Utah Jazz and a very nice man. He will talk to you about all the opportunities we have, plus the very reasonable rates. We're not going to price you out of the market. We just want you to come aboard what is a truly fantastic product and podcast in Locked On Thunder. Let's jump right into it now. Segment number one, to tank... Or not to tank. Oklahoma City takes on the Dallas Mavericks tonight. Mavericks just dreadful this year. There are a grand total of, drum roll please, 19-42 and 42 on the season. And Mark Cuban said on a podcast with Dr. J a couple of weeks ago that it would be better for the Mavericks to lose than it would be to win because, well, hey, you get to move up in the draft. That got on Adam Silver's radar, and thus Mark Cuban got hit with a hefty six-figure fine. Which, for Cuban, it's not that big a deal. You can just write a check for it, go on. And the thing you have to love about Mark Cuban, if you're an NBA fan, is he's going to be outspoken. He's going to give you his opinion, and you never have to worry about him skirting around the issues. It can also drive a commissioner crazy when a when he does that. That being said, does Billy Donovan truly believe that when the Dallas Mavericks step on the floor tonight, their players will be trying to lose against the Oklahoma City Thunder? Yeah, I, I don't I don't really look at it that way. I know Rick Carlisle. I've known Rick Carlisle for a long, long time. Um, his teams are going to go out there and they're going to play hard and they're going to compete. I just don't buy that there's players on the court that are not playing. And their guys are going to play. They got a prideful organization, prideful guys, and a veteran, experienced team. And they just beat the Pacers. Um, Pacers are obviously a, a very, very good team in the East. Um, so we're expecting to get their best, you know, effort tomorrow. Okay, there's a few things to take from what Billy Donovan said there. First, I 100% agree with him. I think if you're a player on any NBA roster, anytime you take the floor, you want to win. Because even if you were signed 
as part of a rebuilding process or a tanking process that an organization may be going through so they can better bolt their roster and be good in future years, you want to make yourself look good so other teams will pick you up and then maybe you get to go contribute to a team that is making the playoffs and if you're really lucky, you might get contribute to a you might get to, to contribute to a team that actually may make not only a playoff run, but have a shot to win a championship. So no, I don't believe players themselves go out there and purposely try to lose. What I do believe, though, is that owners like the Philadelphia 76ers illustrated for quite some time will put together rosters they know are going to suck. And they'll run guys out there who are not the most talented NBA guys or not the most talented NBA players, or they will piece together a roster that they know won't have chemistry and ultimately can't help but be sub-500 and put them in a better position for the lottery. Now, all that being said, Commissioner Adam Silver sent out a memo saying, we have to be careful to distinguish between the efforts of teams that may make that may try to make and rebuild their roster, including through personnel changes over the course of several seasons and circumstances in which players and coaches on the floor take steps to lose games. I also don't think coaches go out there and try and lose games. When you are in a situation like the Mavericks are now and you're Rick Carlisle, you can only play the players that Mark Cuban got you. So you're going to do everything you can to get the right combination of guys on the floor. You're going to coach them up. But ultimately, in the back of your mind, you just know it's not going to be a successful season. And what you hope is that you are in a position like Rick Carlisle is, where the owner likes you well enough, where as that team gets better, you get to stick around a lot more. I don't think this is a real big problem for the NBA. And I think if Adam Silver was being completely honest... Most fans of losing teams don't care if you tank. If the Oklahoma City Thunder were not good and were looking like maybe the best they could be for a two, three-year stretch is an eight, seven seed in the playoffs, as a fan, I'd want them to tank. I'd want them to lose as many games possible, get as many of those ping-pong balls as possible, and get as many young players as you could and start to rebuild that roster. Even if the arena is empty, which is obviously a big concern, it's still better as a fan to know that you may have hope in the future, even if it's not coming right now. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am your host, Eric G. And coming up in segment number two, we'll follow up on yesterday's podcast, and Carmelo Anthony will tell us If he would send his kid to college or he would send his kid overseas to sit out a year before he could enter the NBA draft. Hey there, Mr. Business Owner. Targeting men between the ages of 18 and 44. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. 
Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. We'll jump on board with the Locked on Thunder podcast because 98% of the people that listen to this podcast are men. 80% of those are between the ages of 18 and 44. We'll help you grow that business. We'll get people in and we can do all sorts of creative things with advertising. But most importantly, and this is very, very, very important to you, is the fact that our rates aren't outrageous. And you can have other advertising opportunities that cost you an arm and a leg and you won't see the results that you will hear with the Locked on Thunder podcast and the Locked on Podcast Network. It's very easy to find out about our affordable rates. Just email our owner, David Locke, at dlock, D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com. And he will give you the hookup and he'll talk to you and... Get this thing done and your spot could be on the air or your commercial could be on the air or on the podcast in a very quick time. So be a part of the Locked on Thunder podcast. Segment number two now of the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm your host, Eric G. from ThunderDigest.com, an avid coverer and fan of the Oklahoma City Thunder. What are you, I'm covering a team. What do you say? I'm a, I'm a coverer? No. I, I, and I'm not necessarily a beat reporter because I'm a little bit more like a broadcaster, but I am there. I'm around the players and the coaches, and I try and be your conduit for all things that are Oklahoma City Thunder. And yesterday, we heard from Carmelo Anthony, who gave us some very insightful quotes about the NCAA. And, and, and Carmelo was bang on. The NCAA and amateur sports have been corrupt for a very long time. And it's going to be hard to fix it unless you just completely shut basketball down or revamp the system. And I'm a big fan of doing what LeBron James suggested and sort of adapting that European model. Kids get drafted young by an organization and they just get brought up and they're professionals from as early as 13 all the way up into their adult life. Now, with parents realizing that and kids realizing that, a lot of kids are making the decision, like Terrence Ferguson of the Oklahoma City Thunder did, to forego college altogether and then to go play somewhere overseas. Carmelo Anthony spent a year at Syracuse. So what would he advise his kid to do if his son had to make that decision? Oh, 
my son, I would tell my son to go to college. Uh, but with that being said, you're going to start seeing a lot more players uh, looking at the opportunity to go play overseas. You're going to start seeing, uh, you know, guys giving up uh, maybe before going their senior year in high school, start trying to get to the, you know, the, the, the G League. And, like, you're going to start seeing a lot of these different leagues, not just here in the U.S., but throughout the world start becoming more powerful because of what the NCAA is doing. What should have been asked to Carmelo Anthony yesterday, and I'm kicking myself because I didn't do this, is I'd like to know how much he thinks he benefited from that year at Syracuse. Now, he did win a national championship, and he's put himself in a position where anytime he goes back to that campus, he's going to be welcomed with open arms. And when you think of Syracuse basketball, if you're my age or maybe a little bit older or a little bit younger, you're going to think of Carmelo Anthony and winning a national championship. And that's certainly a real good thing to have in your back pocket. I mean, because especially if your pro career doesn't work out, you've always got a place you can go. And because of your fame there, you can turn that in into money because they'll make you part of the network, they'll make you part of the school, the coaching staff, whatever. I mean, and ask Shaq. He goes to LSU for two years And even though they didn't win a national championship, he's still a cult hero around Baton Rouge. But ultimately, Carmelo Anthony didn't need to go to Syracuse. Kevin Durant didn't need to go to Texas. The majority of the NBA, or or if you think about a lot of guys in the NBA, they are one and done. And I don't see where that college experience really helped him. And and Ben Simmons echoes that because the kid wasn't going to class at, at LSU he should have been allowed to go straight into the NBA. I'd be a little bit different than Carmelo Anthony, and I said this yesterday, so not to get too repetitive, and I try and be cognizant of that during these podcasts, but if you didn't hear yesterday's podcast, I would tell my kid to go to Europe. I follow in the footsteps of LeVar Ball, which, yes, sounds completely crazy, but of all the things that LeVar Ball has done that's right is that He sent his youngest kid over to Europe before he even graduated or finished high school. And his second oldest kid, who was at UCLA and got into some trouble and was essentially forced to make this move, he sent over to Europe and he went with them. I'm in all likelihood not going to be lucky enough to have a kid to play professional basketball. I've got one that if he grows, he might have an opportunity to play football. We'll knock on wood there, but... If I'm in that position as a father and the purpose of sports now, and this is the one thing the NCAA has got to admit and the NBA has got to admit, the purpose of sports now is to make money. And that's what these kids see their sport as, as a job. And a lot of it has to do with us as parents because we pay for all this specialty coaching. You've got the AAU teams that recruit these kids. It's a business at all levels. And if that is your job, if that's what you're choosing at your career, you shouldn't be denied the opportunity to go make money at it, whether it's here in the United States or or overseas. And once the NCAA wraps their head around it, which you know they have with as much money as they're making off the NCAA tournament, and once the NBA admits that and starts making the G League a, a viable option for kids 
coming out of high school or maybe a viable option for kids earlier than high school, we can go on about it. And I'll admit this is very easy for me to say because I'm not a big college basketball fan. I liked college basketball when I was covering OU, and that was a lot of fun for the few years that I did it, and I really liked watching Big 8 and Big 12 basketball growing up. But all in all, as a product, it's just not there anymore. And the NCAA tournament, I've long had my issues with it about whether or not it's the best way to decide a championship, etc., etc. But I would like to see some big-time changes made. So maybe the voices of Carmelo Anthony, who went to school for one year, and maybe the voice of LeBron James, who didn't play a, a single game in college, maybe that causes all this to change. Let's hope so. That's the only way you are ever going to uncorrupt this system is to widen it out and have some new blood at both the association and the NCAA rethink about the way these sports are working. You're listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am your host, Eric G. And coming up in segment number three, Carmelo Anthony, we'll go back to him. And he'll tell us why his shooting percentage is dropping. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Business owners, owners of store, you, maybe you own a sign company, maybe you, uh, maybe you own one of those companies that wraps vehicles. Those are, those are really cool, by the way. I'm starting to see people get those done, not only commercially, but personally. Then the Locked on Thunder podcast is a perfect way for you to advertise because you're probably targeting men between the ages of 18 and 44. That's our demo as well. 98% of the folks that listen to this podcast are men. 80% of that comes in the 18 to 44 range. So let us help your business. Email David Locke at D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com. Be a part of the Locked On Thunder podcast and the Locked On Network. Watch your business grow and be a part of something that's very special. I'm a big believer in what we're doing here in the Locked On Network. So we want to have you aboard. Come see what it's all about. That's D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com. All right, segment number three, Carmelo Anthony, back to his quotes from yesterday. And again, we could have done a whole two shows just on Carmelo Anthony alone, and I know we've kind of done that already. But he was asked by Fred Katz why his shooting percentage has gone down since he's been in Oklahoma City. I don't know, man. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I don't think I would never have the the same numbers as I've had before. just due to the, 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 the changing of the roles, uh, you know, being a part of this team, uh, not having the ball as much in my hand and being a facilitator and, and being able to uh, uh, predict uh, when I would shoot the ball or when somebody else would shoot the ball. So a lot of those things come into play. And as far as those numbers and shooting numbers, I don't care less about that. Five, ten years from now, you guys won't be thinking about no. Melo first in Oklahoma City shot 34%. Right? <laughs> it's not, not something that I'm, I'm concerned about. I didn't come here because of I was thinking about having a higher shooting percentage. 
when it's time to win, it's time to win. When it's time for me to make shots, it's time for me to time for me to make shots. Full transparency, I'm not a numbers guy. I very rarely look at stats for the exception to throw some spice here and there into the podcast. I don't know that as a Thunder fan, I'm that concerned about Carmelo Anthony's shooting percentage dropping. And I don't know if you are either. The reason being, as long as Carmelo Anthony can hit timely shots and Russ and Paul George and Steven Adams pick up the slack, I think the Thunder are going to be okay. I think they will be just fine this season. And even if Carmelo Anthony isn't what he was back in New York, I think he's making a very good point here. He's right. In 10 years, nobody's going to care whether or not he's doing what this season. No one's going to care that his shooting percentage this year was down when you start to look at his overall career, especially if the Thunder are able to make some hay in the playoffs this season. Um, uh, real quick, I want to go back to uh, the first segment when we are talking about Billy Donovan and how the Dallas Mavericks were going to give the Thunder their best shot. Well, let's face it, the Oklahoma City Thunder really isn't in any position to take the Dallas Mavericks or any other opponent lightly. We, we've seen what has happened this year. The Thunder, 1-2 and two against the Dallas Mavericks. Last time they played was back on December 31st, so New Year's Eve. Thunder lose by three points. And prior to that, the Thunder got smoked in Dallas, 97-81. Westbrook scores 38 in the last game. Harrison Barnes scores 24. Westbrook scored... 28 in that 97-81 loss. All right, so I've given you a whole bunch of numbers there. But the big numbers to know is Oklahoma City 1-2 and versus the Dallas Mavericks this year. And just a quick update of what's going on in the playoffs right now. If we just look at where the Oklahoma City Thunder are and how that big log jam has kind of developed there in the Western Conference, Oklahoma City... Right now, 7th. 7th in the West, which means they would be playing Golden State in that first round. Don't take the Dallas Mavericks lightly tonight. And if you got to play some tough defense or some good defense, you better defend the three. With more on that, here's Jeremy Grant. Uh, we know they shoot a lot of threes. Uh, you got to run them off the line. Uh, they like playing small, so probably had to switch a lot uh, and just get out in transition. Thunder and Mavericks tonight. You can catch that game on Fox Sports Oklahoma. And real quick, we are uh, very proud to announce here at the Locked On Network that we've gotten the Locked On Thunder website up and running again. If you haven't seen it, there's all sorts of new content on there. We've got podcasts. We've got four. Since this podcast has been added to it, there's four podcasts on there. So if you've missed any of the new ones, you can catch up on those. Plus... You've got Carmelo Anthony's full uncensored interview from yesterday. So if you want to hear the NSFW word that he said, you can do that. Got Russell Westbrook from the last game against the Orlando Magic. Billy Donovan's interview from practice in its entirety. Jeremy Grant. So just do us a favor. Do yourself a favor. If you're looking for really good, entertaining Thunder content, LockedOnThunder.com is the best way to get all that information and uh, have a lot of fun. And look, we'll take any suggestions 
about improving the website. Don't forget your business. You've got a target demographic of men between the ages of 18 and 44. Then jump on board to the Locked On Network. Contact David Locke at D-Locke, that's D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com. Thunder and Mavericks tonight. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about that game and whether or not the Thunder have actually taken somebody seriously for a full 48 minutes. Until then, I'm Eric G. saying so long, go Thunder, and remember, love and life are deep. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.